When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill After, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend The Raging Bull Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation. Hey, this is Olympic gold medalist and TNA superstar Kurt Angle. And you're listening to In the Room, the best talk show that you can hear. Gentlemen, we're back. It's in the room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network, heard here live on VOCNation.com. And don't forget to check us out on your favorite podcast providers as well. Brady Hicks here. I have with me, once again, the lovely, the uh, talented Kathy Fitz. What's going on, Kathy? I don't know why I called you talented. Nothing yeah, about talented. I, I just Watch how you say that. Yeah, I didn't mean it like it probably sounded up, but very excited to have you here, just the same. Uh, we also have the one and only maestro of professional wrestling, Papa Stro. How you doing, sir? Great to be here. It's storming and lightning, if you will, up here. No second like it, bro. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Maybe, maybe Cody could put the title in your hands. 
Oh, that's that. I used to think he would look great with it, honestly. I'm, I'm excited for him, man. I'm, I'm glad he's back. And uh, we also have joining us once again the Hack at Hackett. How you Ooh, doing, sir? I told you I was coming with all sorts of energy tonight. Brady, by God, hey, WrestleMania's over. The Raw after WrestleMania's over. And now the only thing we have to look forward to is what is it, all or nothing? Or is that what's coming up? Uh, I guess, yeah. I think. That's, that, that's AEW? No. All or nothing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. May? May or June? No, no. I'm a new AEW fan, so I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> well, they've been good for sure. They've been good. Uh, Joe, you actually put up a, a, an interesting meme kind of right before we went on the air tonight. I promise. Uh, <laughs> a little bit of an AEW bash, but, you know, they, they've been bringing in all these stars, and it's like, obviously, AEW... I saw somebody posted. I couldn't. I saw somebody posted. I couldn't resist Bush <laughs> posting the chat. Oh my god! Yeah, like obviously AEW bringing in all these different stars, but WWE, uh, they've taken uh, one star from AEW. And for the record, by the way, I for the last six weeks have probably been insufferable in insisting that Cody was going to go back to AEW. I did not believe for a second that he signed up. I'm still not totally sold on it, but it looks to me like he's there. So and I don't think they're putting them on the air without a contract. So I was wrong, just for the record, for all I those. I think been, your idea is better than what happened. Like I'm glad this, that he's there. That yeah. would have been Shane. It would have been really. Oh, the Shane thing would have been. I was uh, I was uh, trolling all my friends this weekend. Yeah. You know, with the yeah, Shane McMahon's going to be the guy to show up, and and how great it would be, and and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's funny. <laughs> but uh, con- congratulations to Cody and. Um, if you're going to, yeah, yeah amazing. that reaction and the old AEW music yeah. that, that, that sold it, um, yeah, right. gr- and, and I don't want to, Kathy, you know me, I don't like to be negative. I don't like to make fun of things, but like Corey Graves said, oh, where's he been for the last six years? And I thought, obviously in prison for dealing meth, because if you look at the size of that neck tattoo, I think it's grown <laughs> in the last like two months. That is a choice. That is a choice. <laughs> Wow. As long as he's happy with it, you know? Like He's the new American uh, badass. I, I I think it's because he lost weight so the tattoo looks bigger. That's looks the only bigger. thing I can figure. Yeah. Either that or it's a really bad sunspot that he needs to get looked at really soon. Oh, um, oh. No, but it, it's interesting, though. It's really cool. So Good for him. Is that, a, is that a transformer on his neck? <laughs> is it? <laughs> I'm trying to no, figure it out. Stroh, you might be right. It definitely looks like a Decepticon. Yeah. All right. I, 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 I was right. thinking like the old Warrior logo. Like, do you remember when Warrior teamed up with Hogan against the Iraqis? Like, that, uh, that's what I was thinking with the red, white, and blue. Yeah, but uh, in any event, it, it's cool. It was great to see him. It's cool that WWE is going to take him seriously. Um, he now. comes out. He, uh, yeah, he, well, apparently he said no Stardust. We'll see how long that lasts because he goes out there and does a cartwheel and it's one of his first moves. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know. It's cool, though. And, and honestly, like, if their plan is to split up the title, and I, I don't think that they're going to keep them unified like that, it would be really cool to see Cody maybe be the one to randomly beat Roman Reigns. I don't know Dude, if they're going to do that. I'll, I'll tell you, I have I have the promos leading up to that all in mind, like, you want to talk about the head of the table? I mean, Cody Rhodes, son of, of wrestling royalty. In fact, yeah. 
His father is the one that made all of you at NXT. All of you. There's nothing of NXT without Dusty Rhodes. I mean, oh, that's, that's, that's the right. way to go. Tell, mm-hmm. tell people the story that's real. Base it in reality. I mean, stupid, goofy stuff is fun. You know, we saw the, the debut of Mae Young and Mark Henry's child. Finally, second-generation superstar making it to the ring with Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. There's space for all of it. There's space for the wackiness and the silliness of Dan Housen. There's space for a real no. serious angle that my dad built this place. And, <laughs> I love even, and, and even when Vince McMahon tried to embarrass my father with black and yellow polka dots with someone out of the crowd, he still made it work. Now there I was a, giant, you're right. The story's there. Yeah. The story's right there. You're right. There was a huge part of me that was worried he was going to come out with the polka dots. I, I really thought there was a chance. <laughs> you know, I always think I always think about The Simpsons whenever somebody comes back to WWE and uh, <laughs> you're here forever <laughs> when he does that to Homer. Yeah. The big side, you're here forever. I was like, yep, that, that's what Vince wants to remind you. Abandon all hope. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the only one that's like seemed to escape from it has been Jericho. Like Jericho's been able to come and go as he pleases, and Vince always accepts him back. Yeah, well, the other times that he's left, he hasn't left to go to like competing companies. So well, that'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean that'll be interesting. I, I I think Vince would take any of them back, honestly, because he he knows. Like, oh, first yeah. of all, they haven't been offensive, you know. Um, yeah. As far as I can remember, there have only been a handful of people that have been "quote unquote" blackballed from WWE, and um, other than Savage, I'm pretty sure everybody came back at some point. Uh, get Kathy, it's like the old Mike, Mike, like the old Mike Tartaglia line. Kathy, you remember? Everybody comes back. Everybody comes back. Not everybody. Uh, <laughs> I, I like uh, I like Mike a lot. He is the first person who ever offered to pay for me to be a fan. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. And that's like, why he's out of business. come down to shows. I'm like, dude, I have a family. I can't just come down and, and be in the crowd. Um, he wasn't paying everybody in the ring. Why would he pay the fans? <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> uh, uh, I, but I, I think there's a couple people who are out of Vince's good graces, and I don't think he can come back. I don't think Ryback can come back. Right. Probably not. I don't know what they need. Don't think you can come back. They don't, they don't Why would they to. want him? No. You can make another ride back in a minute. I, I, I actually saw a funny meme. And we're talking about memes. Um, <laughs> it said the evolution of Goldberg, and it had Gilberg, it had Ryback, and then it had Goldberg. But it was like, but uh, it was like uh, the primitive like evolution, style. you know. Gilberg yeah. is like leaned over, you know, and. Uh, and Ryback is like mostly standing up, and then you had Goldberg standing there like, uh, uh, like the prize turkey. Nine one four. No, no, I was just going to give out the number just in case people were interested. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five is the number to uh, call in tonight. Go ahead, Pat. I thought the best part of WrestleMania was the memes. Uh, the memes have been outstanding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whether it's. Uh, uh, Pat McAfee on the ground with beer floating out of his mouth, or the aforementioned giant hand. I mean, it's just been it's been a gold. <laughs> I I gotta say, um, and first of all, just for the record, because people have been asking me, um, I like night one a whole lot better than night two. 
But I didn't think that night two was terrible. And I got to say, as much as I've been ragging on him, I thought Pac McAfee did a great job with what with the spot he was in. Um, you wouldn't know. Celebrities did. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, actually, Kelly, who watched WrestleMania with me, she liked the uh, the Miz and Logan Paul match. I think she said that was her one of her favorite matches on night two. And then so, you see that the Miz never forgets. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was interesting. It it was interesting. Like, for me, I I thought, like, Pat McAfee, here's a guy, no business in there. Uh, Give me, damn, Finn Balor, give me somebody, you know, that, like, has been part of the company all year that deserves to be there. Um, But, no, I thought he did a great job. I don't necessarily agree with the booking of Pat McAfee beating, uh, you know, um, Austin Theory. I want to call him Tyson Young. That's not right. Austin Theory. And then uh, Vince McMahon beating Pat McAfee. Uh, Vince, I can't even say he looks great anymore, but he looks a lot better than I thought he would. Um, but still, yeah. No, that, that I don't know. And then just to circle back around to another Stone Cold kick in the whatever. I mean, that was the best stunner of all time, I got to say, where Vince fell backwards and forgot to take it. And, <laughs> I thought Stone Cold was going to kick him in the gut again, but he just kind of grabbed him and, yeah. yeah. I think he was too busy laughing to do that a second time because you see Steve was, like, laughing when he, he still yeah. gets the rope. <laughs> so what was the best entrance of WrestleMania? I, I have a thought. I have two different thoughts. The best en- And don't say The Undertaker, any of you. Because they needed to get the ho- they needed to get the hook on that guy, Kathy. He kept coming out, and I'm going, get him out of here, get 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 him out of here. He's done. He's done. No, why do you have to keep coming out and looking at the crowd? They have monitors for that. You know that Pop Austin got the first night was great, but that yeah. that second night when he he came came back, oh man. <laughs> Did anyone else think McMahon was going to come back out? Uh, I mean, that Stone Cold was going to come out because it crossed my mind. It did. Anyway, the best entrances in my mind, night one, hands down Cody. Fantastic to see that old entrance uh, just mm-hmm. beginning to end, the crowd loving it. Uh, it shows that there is an audience for both shows. It's not just AEW yeah. or WWE. Um, there are a lot of people there. I would say the majority of them understood what was going on there, and that was pretty cool to see. Uh, night two. I'll give it to Pat McAfee. I mean, Dallas cheerleaders aside, I thought it was really great uh, the way that they kind of incorporated that song and, and um, you know, the punting the football and just the intensity. I just I just thought it was a cool entrance. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, so that Boy, would be my How over was there. Pat McAfee that night, too, man? I can't yeah, believe it. I love him. And even the people that, like, weren't a fan of him taking part of it came around. <laughs> like me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So Rick, Rick Rogers broke him in, man. So oh, that guy hacked off the rip, man. Did he really? I didn't even know that. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, you're talking about entrances, and we said we're trying not to be negative, but, man, can we stop with the augmented reality on these entrances? It's the mm-hmm. worst thing, these giant floating 3D graphics. It's yeah. terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. It doesn't look good. 
Which one I, was I the saw, one? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I saw Rhea. I saw Rhea and Liv make their entrance, and I felt uh, like I thought like I, I, like I was watching the wrong channel at first. Like, no, <laughs> I I didn't get very far through their entrance. I did not make it very far through their entrance. Good <laughs> lord. <laughs> there was one of them with the augmented reality, and I don't remember who it was, but they showed the actual person as the augmented reality, and I thought, like, wow, they look really great. Like jacked, and then I'm like, oh crap! Like that's just like a, a graphic, and then the person <laughs> came out, and they didn't look anywhere near as good as they did on their augmented reality. So I don't know. It's a mess. It's a mess. But it was a good show. Good weekend, I thought. I'm still making my way through NXT. I still have Ring of Honor that I want to watch because, obviously, with the new owner and Ring everything, of Honor was, was really good. really good. Really, I know there were a couple returns with it, and obviously FTR were there. Um, so that's that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I'm, like I'm excited to, to check that out. I, I would like wrestling to stop making me cry. That would be like one of my number one requests going forward. Man, the Hall yeah. of Fame, Shad Gaspard, that whole thing. Like, it was just oh. straight waterworks that whole time. Oh, right yeah. The field. And, yeah. Right and, the field. Then, and then stand in the liver with, with Trips and uh, Tommaso. Mm-hmm. And, and then Trips coming out to I'm getting a little choked up like Trips coming out to leave the boots in the ring. It's, man, these are the people we grew up yeah. with. It's so hard. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. the Undertaker's speech, like he's not traditionally somebody that's really moved me. Um yeah. but listening to him talk, it really affected me, you know. It's like Who whoever had the mic hot so that they could hear him say I love you when he hugged Vince is a genius. Oh, yeah, yes. exactly. Exactly. Um, that was pretty cool. And like I said, it was so good. I, I saw like people were complaining because Mick Foley wasn't part of it, but I, I'm sure that was just an oversight. I seriously doubt that he, uh, <laughs> him and Taker have heat. I wouldn't think so. I, more than likely what it was, was he was just mentioning everybody that was there and Brett, you know, yeah. that that's realistically probably more what it was. So, um, the Hall of Fame was great. I got to see Scott Steiner again. And uh needed more. A little more Scott Steiner. We got we got some hints of live Mike Scott Steiner, but we never yeah. got all the way through. And well I think Rick yeah he took four minutes, left me with one. Right. Like, right. Great. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, that was great. That was that was cool. Um I, I'm sure that there was part of it for Scott Steiner and we even talked about it on the show, like obviously and they even alluded to it, like, you know, don't want to mess this up for Braun Breaker. He's got all the momentum in the world. You know, I, even Scotty's got a heart. I, I wasn't far off. You know, we got uh, we got 2003 Unforgiven Scott Steiner. We didn't get, or No Way Out Scott Steiner. We didn't get, you know, Big Pop of Pump right before WCW went under. We didn't get that guy. But uh, but it was still cool. It was still cool. Um, and the Steiner is so well-deserved. Charmel, uh, that was a really great one. Um, I was surprised how much they focused on the King and the Queen stuff. But, yeah. again, this is WWE, and that's what they choose to remember as far as Charmel goes. Uh, not that she's had a whole lot of other highlights, but, I, I mean, you know, she was with Nitro for a good while, and they just kind of lost a little bit on that. Yeah. 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 She was a dancer. But I think, I mean, they hit, like, the revolutionary Nitro girls. You know, I never thought of it. I'm like, yeah, they kind of were revolutionary. Sure. No one thought sure. to do, like, the cheerleader dance team thing with wrestling. And it really went well. I think it was part of the thing that separated Nitro from yes. Raw back in the day. Well, it was if a you, different presentation. 
Sure, and if you remember, like back when Raw started, they had the girls with the with the cards, you know, with ring the ring hard girls. Yeah, yeah, the ring hard right. girls. But where Nitro, yeah, exactly. But where Nitro was smart, where Eric Bischoff was smart, was he gave his girls an identity, you know, yeah. and they and and they were able to sell T-shirts and and do merchandise and sign autographs and like you had Fire and Sky and Tigers. There were a bunch of them, you know. Um, oh yeah, they were Stacy, Stacy, my God, Stacy. I wonder whatever happened to her. Uh, yeah. So anyway, that's where Sean. That's where Sean found his wife. Yes, yeah. Whisper. Rebecca. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pretty cool. Um, and and, and that, that was really smart. Charmel, before Charmel got into the wrestling and all the Nitro, she was a backup singer and dancer for uh, James Brown. Wasn't she with Prince, too? No, James Brown. And she was, okay. uh, Miss, she was a Miss Black America also. Wow. Yeah, I saw that. They glossed over that. I was like, I want to hear more about that. It was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's so talented, you know? Yeah. yeah. And what was I don't think I, I paid enough attention during that time. That was the time I was kind of bobbing in and, in and out. But, like, man, her and Vicky Guerrero, I don't think get enough um, respect for their ability to turn a crowd with two words. And it's mm-hmm. great. <laughs> That's true. You guys it's check true. out Vicky Guerrero on uh, the Taco Show, the blog that uh, Thunder Rosa has. Yes, I have to check and, that out. And, 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 and yeah, she she has tacos with different people in the business. Mm-hmm. And, and she's really? having tacos with uh, Vicky Guerrero at this uh, Norfolk, Virginia, I think, uh, Mexican restaurant. And Vicky's like picking on her the whole time. He's like, come on, you're not real Latina. Get out of here. It's about the, some of the sources <laughs> they're making food and everything. It's hilarious. <laughs> There's a lot of jokes there, but I'm not going to make them. Uh, Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. And the other one, I I will definitely check it out. Yeah, I'll definitely check that out. You guys should as well. Uh, The other Hall of Fame, and this one moved me um, because I I think for no other reason than because, like, for five years while he was alive, he was, like, begging them every year to go into the Hall of Fame. Uh, so Vader goes in, his uh, his wife and, and and his son, and his son looks yeah, a lot like him. Performance center. Yeah. Him to the is he really? Center. Let's go. Oh yeah. Okay. I thought right. you said he was there. I was like, no, no get him. No. He was he good. Got a promo. He looked in good shape. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Baby Vader. Um. Oh, that's, that's pretty awesome. cool. Pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. You could call him. Uh, I don't know what German for son is, but it, it writes itself. See, this is why they should just call us and we should book. Right. Right. Since I'm in Connecticut, yeah, I've said some bad things about you, but who haven't I said about you? <laughs> yeah. Pat, somebody asked me one time why I never got anything with WWE, and I said that I have uh, 15 years of uh, audio files that tell them directly, do not hire this guy. So, so my, my other gig when I do podcasts and stuff is I do uh, Walt Disney World-based stuff, and yeah. I was like, I applied for a job at ESPN, and I have repeated repeatedly in a public forum just disparage the CEO of the Walking like, <laughs> I feel like I've already I never even heard back. At least Yale had the, the kindness to tell me no thanks, but you know, ESPN didn't even respond. I was like, yeah, I guess I deserve that. You know, actually I, I and, and I should have mentioned it when it happened, but a guy from VOC Nation, a lot of years he did a show. He uh 
He's up in Connecticut now working for ESPN. Dean Compton, if you guys remember him. Compton, Dean Compton, yeah. Yep. Right on. He's a, he's a commercial guy. He he goes and he inserts the commercials when they get a break. And apparently he gets paid a lot of money to do this. Uh, one of my fans, one of the fans who used to come to the CTWE shows in Bethany, we, he was part of the loud crowd, and uh, he hosts the bump now. Ryan, I never heard your last name pronounced. I'm very sorry, but uh, Ryan with the P. Pat, That's wild. Yeah, he was one of the one of the, our great fans, and he's he's like living the dream. And I'm really proud of him and happy for him. He's doing a great job. That show's fantastic. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, if there weren't 3,200 hours of TV every day, I would watch it. I would. It's that's it's a big problem, man. Like you said, you didn't mind the two days, but like. I, it shouldn't be work to watch wrestling. Like, I shouldn't right. need to feel yeah. the need to spend an eight-hour shift in front of the couch. I, and even that, like, I, I mean, I've been doing this almost every day, and I'm still, like, a week and a half behind. Um, it's it's bad. It's crazy. Um, but you're, you're right. It shouldn't be work. Um, yeah, but it is. I forget what I was going to say there. It's work. Uh, it's uh, we uh we kind of talked about it a little bit back and forth in our our chat. But do you think anybody like a star was kind of born at WrestleMania? I think more eyes were ever on uh, Montez Ford than have been before, and saw yes. what he has to offer. Um, I think that Chad Gable, people are seeing what he has to offer, um, and, and then you know, just uh, I'm back and forth on almost. I'm I'm almost there with almost. I don't know. <laughs> almost, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like that's a guy, and then sometimes like I'm like, he's just big. That's it. Yeah, yeah. He's um. In my opinion, he's not there yet. I'm not saying he no. can't be. Um, he's like a younger great Kali without the knee issues. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You know, I can see that. Is that bad? Is that bad? You know what? He's more like Kurgan. Yeah, I can see that. I was yeah. going to say he's cut in the mold, although uh, Mr. Hughes was a little bit shorter. But yeah. Mr. Hughes was that kind of big and brooding, intimidating. Man, I was just – I was watching some videos, and he kept popping up on my highlight. I'm like, that's an underrated dude right there. Oh, for sure. For sure. He was good wherever he went. Yeah. I got to tell you, uh, you're talking about stars that were made, and obviously yep. the ones that you mentioned for sure. Um, Pat McAfee, again, I feel like – he stepped up. I I I don't necessarily care for him on commentary, but if he were a regular wrestler, I think I'd be fine with it. Um, I also got to give props, Kathy, to the girl from the Snickers commercial because that thing played uh, longer than at least three of the matches, and uh, they were over by the end of the show. As far as I was concerned, I the stuff with Sheamus for sure. Sheamus was in the commercials more than he was at WrestleMania, so. I feel like we missed an opportunity with poor Rick Boggs, man. How bad is that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Poor guy. 
And what he tore his he basically did what Triple H did, right? But more. Yeah, yeah. You saw it. It was the same thing. Like you could see it in his leg. Like yeah. it was uh, what's that? Your quad. Your quad popped yeah, off. Yeah, your the quad. And then yeah. they said the patella too. It's like yeah, it's just oh, like really? that's the thing that just like rolls up, right? Like it's just like like a curtain. Yeah. Like it just yeah, that sucks. That does suck. Uh, poor guy, like uh, he's so over. And I imagine that the plan was to go with him and Shinsuke, and they changed it. Yeah, yeah. Well, the um, the topic that uh, our co-host and he couldn't make it on, but he, I think it was Kevin came up with this yeah. idea of like, and, and it is something that we've done in the past, but like obviously yeah. this year, I think a lot of people were happier with WrestleMania when all was said and done than they were necessarily than they thought they were gonna be. going into it, right? That's yeah. the case a lot of years. But how does it stack up against the all-time greats? Like, for me, Pat, WrestleMania six was, like, what I was all about. Hogan Warrior, I was 12 years old. It was an amazing time uh, just discovering wrestling, discovering so many different things, um, top to bottom, great card. Last one, really, with Andre the Giant, uh, Kurt Hennig, The Barber. I, it was just a great show, just all around, just a really good WrestleMania. Um I think sometimes things get bigger in your own head than they were at the time. Oh, definitely. You know, my nostalgia is like in hyperdrive. But I would say that this WrestleMania probably was top, kind of sounds stupid, 10 to 15, maybe. I wouldn't put it in the bottom half. Yeah. WrestleMania 2000 is definitely the bottom, I feel like. (laughs) <laughs> that was like a one match show basically with the with the yeah. with the ladder match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was I was looking back and obviously I chose the WrestleMania 30 um logo cuz I thought that was a heck of a show, really just did everything well. Um sent the crowd home happy with with Daniel Bryan. Um you know, you had the breaking of the streak which really shocked everyone. Yeah. Uh Peak, we're talking about Peak Shield there. Um, but then I pulled up a couple of others that I, I really liked. Um, this is a weird one, man. WrestleMania 10. Big fan of WrestleMania 10. And one of my favorite matches that not many people really talk about is uh, the Falls Count Anywhere Randy Savage and Crush match. That was yeah. such a huge <laughs> feud. And then it had a really creative end with him, like, hoisting him up by his Hanging him up, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and then another weird one that I really like is WrestleMania Nine. Um, and once they had oddly enough a, a crush match in there, that that weird match with Crush and Doink. Yeah, with the yeah, right arm. That, that was fun. That was fun. Uh, I remember in particular about ten, uh, just from like a historical perspective. Uh, that was the first one without Hulk Hogan. That was the first one to end with a a real wrestler. In the main event at the end of the show when Brett won the title and they all came out and you saw how weak their roster was because you have like Sparky Plug and the one two three kid lifting like Brett Hart on his shoulders, you know? Uh Scott Hall was there obviously, but like by and large, that was like a turning point WrestleMania and um a really good call, yeah. It it right. was, it was. And and they also did a much better job than like, you know, you talk about bad ones. Um WrestleMania eleven one year later I look at it like that was a, a really a two-match show, realistically. I mean, you had Sean and Diesel. Not that great. I mean, I, I, for, for what they could do, it was amazing. 
Um, yeah. And then that was the LT one with Bam Bam Bigger. That was the LT one. That was yeah. about it. So, like, WrestleMania 10, I thought, was like, you know, if you're going to choose a new direction, and I think they were even calling it the new generation, like, I, I yep. thought that made a really nice showing. I did. I did. Um, um, I, I, I see what you did there, though. You had to, to really just take a crap on Hartford, Connecticut, so you picked the WrestleMania that was out of Hartford. I forgot that was Hartford, actually. Yeah. I was going to say the only way WrestleMania 10 would have been better is if, like, Yoko had beaten Brett and Hulk came out to try and help him, and Brett's no. like, no, no, get him, get him, get him, Hulk, you know? Uh, Send people God. home happy. <laughs> I'm only playing. <laughs> no, I want to... I, I honestly, I, I, I felt like fans got ripped off because a lot of people wanted to see Brad and Lex, and they didn't get yeah. to see that. Yeah. But but the latter match was amazing. And Brett and Owen, I, I'm not a huge Bret Hart guy, obviously. I, I do tease him from time to time. But, like, Brett and Owen was a, a top ten WrestleMania match of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Even if he had and, a big losing uh, on his face when he won. WrestleMania 11 bad. <laughs> it's real, real bad. Although we did get Owen and Yoko, which was a great tag team for a brief period of time. Yes. Oh, yeah. Right. I remember as a kid, I was so sure that the surprise partner was going to be Kurt Hennig because they wore the same kind of singlet. I thought we were sure that was the way they were going with it, but what did I know? What did I know? Yeah, so uh, 914-338-1885 is the uh, number to call in tonight. I, I see we got a couple people here, including Granny, who has a... Uh, First-hand account from night two. Actually, let's put Granny on real quick and uh, see how WrestleMania night two was. Granny, did you catch the football that he punted? No. We were in the upper level, you know, but it was still okay. Uh, I mean, I got some really good pictures, and I got all my pictures downloaded from the trip. And we got in Thursday afternoon, and we went straight over – to a show that Adam Scher and EC3 was doing called Control Your Narrative. That's their promotion. Oh, yeah. And I didn't mm-hmm. even oh, have time to grab my granny shirt because we hadn't even unpacked our stuff yet. We basically checked in the hotel, dropped off our stuff because one of our wrestling friends was actually a part of the show. And people were even recognizing me even, even without my granny shirt. I got recognized. What were you wearing? Just like, like, you wearing? just like a black T-shirt and sunglasses? Like, no, I was just wearing. I was wearing kind of a tan-colored button-up shirt. Letter. I mean, you know, no, no letters, no like, letter stroke. You remember the Undertaker? You remember the Undertaker when he stopped wearing his like costume everywhere? Because in the beginning he was wearing like his his, his robe and everything well, everywhere he went. Well, I mean, but then, cause but like then he started wearing, wearing just he started wearing just like the black t-shirt and the sunglasses, and he Wait, still looked well, yeah. I wasn't I even wearing a like black. I wasn't even wearing a black t-shirt, but people even was even recognizing me. Matter of fact, I had these two guys from Ireland after the show. They came up and they said, "Man, we love you. You are absolutely amazing. You're our hero." <laughs> And they took their they wanted their picture with me, and we got to see we got to talk what? to Al Snow for a little bit there, and we we got our picture taken with Adam and EC3 after the show, which was really cool. I got to see a bunch of my wrestling friends that I hadn't seen in a while, and so we went back to the hotel, and Friday we went and got some breakfast, and we kind of just drove we drove over to where WrestleCon was going to be, and we drove over to AT&T Stadium, just kind of 
because I've never been in Dallas before, and I tell you, those roads, man, those people that, that drive in Dallas, they, they drive like they're going to a fire or something. I mean, I was so stressed they out. They do, driving they great. <laughs> They it do. was horrible. I mean, it was like that one that one shuffle song, you know, to the right, to the right. I felt like I was in the middle of that song because every time you'd go to get in a lane, the GPS would say, you know, get in the right lane, get in the left lane, get in the right. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, so it was, was really cool, right? and oh, we absolutely loved it. We got there at um, well, I got to tell you about WrestleCon first, real quick. WrestleCon okay. Saturday morning, we got there, and, of course, I'm friends with Rikishi on Facebook, and I saw Ricky and Robert, and they're like, Granny Garden, what are you doing here? And gave me a hug and everything, and we got to talk to Rikishi. Ricky and Robert. Granny, I'm so glad. Ricky and Robert, the Rock and Roll Express, and then I saw Rikishi. Oh, I thought you meant Ricky. And he said, Granny, he said, Granny. No, Rikishi. So, anyways, because I'm friends with him on Facebook, he says, I'm so glad to see you. We got our picture taken with him in the lobby after, you know, after WrestleCon. And we saw Adam again, and he's so oh, Granny Hulkster, I love that. And he's, Granny, give me a hug. And he gave, and he gave me a hug. And so we met, um, we got to meet Kurt Angle, because my friend Brian wanted his picture taken with Kurt Angle. Um, then we went and got in the line for Jeff Hardy and everything. We got our picture with Jeff Hardy, Brooke Hogan, Ted DiBiase, and Mike Rotunda. I got to talk to Teddy Long and the Boogeyman. Uh, we got to meet Lillian Garcia. Teddy Long, Teddy Long, Teddy Long, Teddy Long, Teddy Long, no, we got we got our we got our we got our picture with Tommy Wildfire Rich. I got to see Jim Duggan. Tommy the worms. There. there was a, he didn't have no worms. Okay, he didn't have no worms. Well, anyways, so anyways, we were walking in where 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 every you know where a lot of the stars were, and um, the Godfather. He oh. saw me walk in. He says, Granny oh, Holster, I love that shirt. Yes. I, I mean, I got Colt, Colt <laughs> Cabana took a picture of me. Heath Slater took a picture of me. I had this one masked wrestler called Extreme Tiger. And he says, oh, Granny, that's awesome. Can I get my picture with you? And I didn't get a chance to get my phone out, you know, to get a picture with him. But he wanted a picture with me. I got to, Mickey James was happy to see me. Mickey James was happy, and I got, I got to talk to her husband, um, Nick Aldis, and of course I got to see Booker T again. That was awesome. How do you know I'm a tiger if he's wearing a mask? He's just been a fan. That was his name. That was his wrestling name. That was his wrestling name, didn't he? Well, he had a mask on, but that was his name. He, that's right, what Daddy his him. character name was. He could have been a um, was Jungle Boy, <laughs> Jungle Boy. Um, I got to meet Christian Cage and shake his hand. I got to talk to him for a few minutes. Every, a lot of the wrestlers, um, Angelina Love and Velvet Sky, the beautiful people, they were there. Angelina. They loved my shirt. Burke Hogan right. really loved my shirt. Oh, she says, I'm going to have to tell like my dad that. about you. Yeah, they're big-time Angel the Elf fans. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, they, I'm sure they love this show. Granny, this is like watching a main event in any show. You're just getting your stuff in. 
Burke yeah. Hogan loved my Granny Holster <laughs> shirt, and I got to see Carlito and uh, Chris yeah, Vaughn. That was polite. cool. That was cool. Yeah. But I mean, but people the were coming to me? up to me. Yeah, was, people were coming up to me, Brady. People were coming up to me, wanting their picture with me. And I'm not even a wrestler, of course, but they were like, you know, everybody was pointing. Yeah. Everybody was pointing my shirt up. Well, my, well, my friend that we went with, see, my friend that we went with, he was part of NXT two different times before he got injured. So he knows a lot of the WWE superstars anyways. And he says, Granny, don't mm-hmm. be surprised if the people from mm-hmm. WrestleCon call you and, and want you to have a table. And and Fight TV, they well, were there. They there. even did an interview. Yeah, Fight TV. F-I-T-E. But Fight TV was there. They did an interview with me, and I've got a, a, a copy of the video on my Facebook page that I'm in that video that they did because this little boy came up to me. And he says, ma'am, excuse me. He says, I had to tell you, I saw your video, and I thought you were absolutely amazing. What video? And Yeah, what, what huh? did you do this you <laughs> Well, they you interviewed me. The people, yeah. the people from Fox oh, TV the interview. interviewed me. Okay. Yeah, they interviewed oh, okay, me. Okay. And so, I'm, so I got the copy of the video that I'm a part of, you know, where they interviewed me. And anyways, so. On your resume, yeah. We were. We were just like, I mean, it was absolutely, I mean, WrestleCon was absolutely amazing. And then WrestleMania, we got over there at 11.30 Sunday morning, and we waited. And they actually, um, because I couldn't walk that far of a distance from where we were sitting at waiting to go in. I couldn't walk that far. I heard that music break. Quit playing that music. I hear that music, Brady. Don't be playing that music. You may not be playing that okay, music. Play that music. Was an accident. Anyways, it was an accident. Oh yeah, right. I know how that's an accident. So anyways, they took me. They took me <laughs> to our seats. Um, you know, in a wheelchair. Because, but then I had to walk up a few steps to get to our seats. But it was. I mean, it was a. We really. My son really enjoyed it. You know, my. My husband really That's enjoyed good. it. I mean, we all had a really good time. I mean, we all had a really good time, and um, it cool. was just—it cool. was a lot of fun. Yeah. Cool. I mean, so what, I've been trying to catch up on my sleep. Uh huh. When so, when Stone Cold Steve Austin came out, my son my son guessed it. He says Stone Cold's gonna be coming back out again, and sure enough, just about that time, Anthony said that. Here's the, you know, here's a breaking glass, and here comes Stone Cold Steve Austin. But How is it that Vince McMahon has was, a better body than me? Now, don't answer that. Never mind. Psycho <laughs> Pro. Psycho Pro. You don't want really, it. It was really, it was really, it was really. approach to training. Yeah. It was an experience that, you want to want it every know, day. That we won't, you know, that we won't forget. And my, my son, and you know, and when I got to talk to Jeff Hardy for a few minutes, I told him about Anthony's yeah. situation. He had a um, an autism awareness bracelet on, you know, and he gave me a mm-hmm. hug. Mm-hmm. And he says, you know, God bless you and your family, Granny, and you know, you seem like a really awesome mom. And Shouldn't he you hug know, Anthony? I know what you're trying. He shook Anthony's hand. He gave Anthony a hug. But he, right, but right. they were already David and Anthony were already. So I was just talking to him there at the end, and he did, gave did me. Did you give a hug him any medicinal? 
know. But okay. I mean, he just. But he. But he was very. He was very. He was very sincere. You never find out. He was. Yeah. He was very yeah. sincere and very kind, and you know, he was just. He really. He was just was. really. He made. Oh. He made Anthony feel. He made Anthony feel really special, you know. And Lillian Garcia, she made Anthony just because he didn't get to meet Leader or Trish well, because their line was so yeah. long. Well, right. I know, but I mean, but Jeff Hardy really, and Lex Luger, he was so kind. I, you know, and, you know, seeing him in that wheelchair just, like, broke my heart, you know, and yeah. I got to see yeah. Jazz. Um, Jazz was there. Rodney Mack wasn't, but Jazz was there because they had um, their Dog Pound Championship Wrestling table set up there for Dog Pound Championship Wrestling. So I got to talk to Jazz again, which was really cool. And... um the jazz dog. But, um, That's cool. All right. You know, um, everybody just, you know, everybody that I talked to, you know, Jeff and Karen, Jarrett, that was awesome. You know, I got to talk to Chavo Jr. again. He remembered me. And I got to talk to Lance Archer. He remembered Jeff and Karen me. Karen Jarrett thing isn't a work. I know, me too. <laughs> me too. But Lance, Lance Archer, Lance Archer remembered me back for Lance Archer remembered me back from traditional championship wrestling when he wrestled for them as Lance Hoyt. He remembered me from TCW. That was pretty cool. So, but it was a he's it was a fun a weekend. Than he's getting right now. Oh yeah. It, it was a fun it it was a fun weekend. I I mean I, like I said I talked to so many people that weekend. It was just. It was just amazing how many people, you know, we got to talk to and everything. And Very cool. Glad you enjoyed it, yeah. Danny. It was a, sounds like it was a great time. Yeah. It was. So, God, God, you, you really convey all the excitement and emotion of the entire weekend, so thank you. Yeah, there was a lot going on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A, lot, a lot of autograph opportunities, it sounds like, for Annie. So. Yeah. I'm a... I'm just looking, and there is an astonishing number of WrestleManias that I have zero recollection of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, right. okay. There was look, the yeah. Daniel Bryan match. Oh, good God. Well, I remember oh, that. Yeah. That was like 30 seconds. Yeah. No, it was yeah. less than 30 seconds. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. I, I, you know, I can remember most of them just based on where I was. Because like I I had like patterns you know like for you know a couple years I ordered I ordered it at home and you know watched them with my dad then I was like away at college and we would get them in the dorm room or at my buddy's like place and then like after college it was Hooters for a couple years there I can uh, tell yeah, you, like, I, did, I did Hooters I did Hooters and then I had the flyer during the pay per views it was the worst uh, oh yeah that is bad that yeah. is bad but I used to love going to the the Hoots. For, uh, the different pay-per-views. That was always good. Nobody ever believed me that we'd go there and watch the wrestling, but we did. We totally did. And, uh, yeah, then it was, uh, God, there were a couple. Like, there was Tom and Jerry's. This was when they had Blast Zones. You remember Blast Zones? Like, that's one yeah. thing. The WWE yeah. Network killed all this, but, like, they used to have bars. Stro, do you remember? You could go on the WWE website and search by, like, location and they would give you a list of all these bars that were going to have the pay-per-view. So that's how I started yeah. going to, like, first it was Hooters, then it was Tom and Jerry's was the name of this bar. And then and then um, 
Fox and the Hound for years. That was actually one of the ways I oh, met um, Bruce Wirt, you know, Voices of the Wow. Doing live that's remote. It, it's a oh, it's a fun bar. We we always enjoyed it. Yeah, and, and we were doing LaSalle basketball for a couple of years. I think they did. Yeah, I think yeah. they did. I think I went to like an after party yeah. there or something. I don't remember. I, I, and we were doing I tend not to remember. Yeah, no, man, it was fun. Believe me. And then like for a couple of years there at Fox and the Hound, like they really got behind us coming. We were doing like the AM radio show from there, the the, the VOC Nation. Um, Bill Apter was there, and he was always bringing, like, wrestlers in, like, Superfly was there one year, and, like, the Nigerian Nightwares were there one year. It's, it's pretty cool. Okay. It was always a cool experience, so. That was actually one of the ways I got to know, uh, Ratboy really well. well. We'll talk with Ratboy on the other side of the commercial break. Not that that means I want you guys all to leave. That That's not what I'm saying, but, uh, yeah. Good times. Good times. But does this WrestleMania stack up, Pat? I mean, in the grander scheme? It's hard. It does. I don't think okay. it does. I think that the two-day thing kills it for me. I I love wrestling, but I don't want to... It's a hobby. It's fun to do. I don't want to feel compelled to spend that much time in one place. Um, so that that's a problem for me. And I think there was, uh, as one of my mentors, uh, just too much gaga. Too much gaga, not enough, like... When you let the wrestling shine, yeah. it shines. You know what I mean? Like when you let Chad Gable go out there and do his stuff, Bianca and Becky tearing the house down. Which, by the way, Becky a little too snug on Bianca there. We all saw it on Raw. Like right. settle down, Beck. Um, But just it's it doesn't feel it, and I think it might be because I don't have an attachment to this crop of stars. These aren't the people right. I grew up with. These are people that in some cases are my <clears throat> contemporary, you know, like yeah, I worked yeah. with them and saw them come up and it's just like, yeah, okay, but you're not, it's not larger than life. It's not the right. granddaddy of them all, you know, it's changed. It's different. It's, you're right. The you're right. was good and, and some of the stuff was fun. It's just, it's too long. It's too much, but they make that money, you know, that's what it's about. Yeah. You, you know, what's funny yeah. is like looking back on the shows from when we were younger, when they were all larger than life, they were all 15, 16, 17 matches. But the matches mm-hmm. didn't last 20 minutes each. Well, and there wasn't a football field to get down to the ring either. And then when they did have that, we got the greatest WrestleMania moment ever, the cart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll, there the there. Well, there was a thousand more people. There was over a thousand more people there Sunday night than there was Saturday night. Well, that's what Did I wanted to ask out? you. Yeah. They didn't, right? They didn't yeah, there were, because they gave, like, Saturday night was 77,000-something, I don't remember, because we watched that right. on the network from our hotel room. But Sunday night was 78,543 people. They don't need this, But, you know, the funny they, they thing about Sunday, you know, the funny thing about That's Sunday funny, was, uh-huh. you know, down by the floor, you know, there was one section facing the ring. Like, we were in section four so four so like we were you know we were in the upper level so we were looking down and there was one section that had a whole bunch of empty seats you know close to the ring and nobody was sitting there yet well nobody was sitting there yet well people were people were outside watching the kickoff show of course you know my friend my 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 friend that we were with, you know, I guess he sent a text message to somebody that he knew, and they started t- 
talking to people and contacting people, and they actually, I guess, had to make an announcement like, if you have seats for WrestleMania and you're not in here within the next so many minutes, we are re-signing your seat to somebody else, and you will not be refunded your money back. They actually did not start WrestleMania on time. I mean, they I they 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 had to delay the start because see, I some friends of mine from Oklahoma, some wrestling friends of mine from so Oklahoma were there, and they were in the upper level section, and they met they, they they messed up on some of their seats. So to make it right for them, they ended up getting down on the floor level, but they weren't like close, close to the ring. They were kind of far back. I mean, not far, far back, but they were down on the floor level. Me, you know, here I have health issues. And, you know, my friend that we were with, he even said something to one of the supervisors, you know, say, hey, you know, we had, she had to come up here in a wheelchair. She has a pacemaker. What if, you know, something were to happen and she you know, had to, you know, if if her health, you know, or if something happened, I had to walk up like eight or ten stairs with my cane just to get to my seat. I mean, yeah, they did push me in a wheelchair and they came and got me after the show. But that, then Can when I? I was, now the lady that took me up there was, she was really nice. What? But the lady that came and got me, I told her, I said, ma'am, we came in, we came in on gate G. And they were taking me out gate D, which was like on the opposite side of the stadium. So we had to tell the the guy in the golf cart to take <clears> us <throat> back to our car. He had to take us clear around to the other side of the building because I tried to tell the lady. She says, oh, no, this is fine. This is where you need to be. And I said, no, ma'am, it's not. I came in gate G. My car is in a handicapped spot. And I, she didn't listen to me, but... But um, but my friend Brian messaged some people that he knows for WWE, and they messaged him back, and they said, "You mean she had to set up there upstairs? You know, I mean she didn't couldn't get a floor level seat being handicapped like that, you know?" And and uh, and mm-hmm. she says, "Oh, she mm-hmm. says she says, oh, somebody's mm-hmm. gonna get fired today because I had to wait over two hours for them to even bring me a wheelchair to take me to my seat." And it was like, wow. you know, I mean, so some of the people the that helped us were really nice, you know, and some of them just didn't want to listen. But, but I mean, we had a we had mm-hmm. a good time. I mean, we had a lot of fun. Anthony had, I mean, he was he really can enjoyed it. Can I ask a couple questions? He, yeah. Can I ask a couple questions? And I just like a couple questions before we go to commercial here. Um, so the show was sold out. Did they say if it was sold out? Well, they never said it was sold out, but I mean, yeah. there was like over a thousand people more than there was Saturday night. I, I'm confused because when they did WrestleMania there a couple years ago, they claimed to have more than a hundred thousand people, and then this year they had seventy-eight thousand one night and seventy-seven thousand the next. But if there aren't a whole lot of empty seats, I'm confused. What happened there? Were they counting like popcorn vendors when they said a hundred thousand before? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. I, I just I, I found that interesting, you know. But um, like I said, I I I figured they would have had a bigger turnout. Were empty. Figured they would yeah. have had a bigger turnout Saturday night. You know, being that Stone Cold and Kevin Owens was Saturday night. 
you know, yeah. but then Stone Cold came out Sunday night, you know, after the Pat McAfee match, you know, and everything, and Austin Theory, but, but I got some Roman really Reigns good pictures. Star now. I got some yeah. really good pictures of Sami Zayn getting trapped under the giant mouse trap. Because, yeah, a lot of oh, my pictures exciting. I had to take from uh, the, the big screen, yeah. which they turned out good, yeah. you know, which they turned out good. But I was happy with the way hey, my Granny, pictures turned out from just my phone. Granny, I, 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 I sorry to, to do this, but I, I got to run a That's commercial okay. where the FTC is going to fine us $10,000. So. Um, I know. But, uh, yeah, no, it was, it, was, um, it was interesting for sure. I'm glad you had a great WrestleMania experience, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk real soon. Okay, take care. Bye. Be great. All right, so we're going to take that commercial break. On the other side, we're going to open up the phone lines, and uh, we'll talk to you guys. 914-338-1885. It's in the room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network, and we'll be right back. Hey, this is Total Package, Lex Luger, and you're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Hey, guys, before we get started, I just wanted to read this commercial because it's an agreement that we made with a really great podcast, and I want to tell you guys all about it. Pro Wrestling Interviews, it features guests who are hot indie stars as well as the greats of the ring. Each week, you can join the amazing Velvet as well as Dr. John as they host this jam-packed hour of interviews, pro wrestling news, and entertaining guests. It's an hour you don't want to miss. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, just go to ProWrestlingInterviews.com, and it'll take you to their Facebook page where you can get the custom podcast link for that week. Don't miss a second of Pro Wrestling Interviews. That's Sunday nights, 9 Eastern, ProWrestlingInterviews.com. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In The Room. Every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated, Brady Hicks, former WCW star, Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you know Ray there too, right Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off the uh, building. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Yo, this is Jerry Stein of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs, here you get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts, and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts will include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hick, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Ding, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. Phil After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, Tony here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255". 
And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's, uh, he's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect well, is? Well, I'll tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found a true world champion. I finally found... Well, what's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think, uh, I don't know what to say, but I, I want to say one thing. Bruno was an early champion. Hear exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. Please go after, and once again, we're speaking here with Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiant? Well, actually, it was a, a, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it the did loss. Did have anything to do? Well, yes, but the whole thing is this, if you rules, as I always understood them, was that the title could only be lost by tenor or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World War Wrestling Federation. That night, uh, it was... To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com slash vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Okay. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. Sometimes the world is perfect, nothing to rearrange. Sometimes you just... All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. It's in the room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network. VOCNation.com. I'm Brady Hicks. With me, as always, the maestro of professional wrestling, Papa Stro. And uh, tonight we're talking about WrestleMania, the good, the bad, the ugly. We're comparing it to WrestleManias from our past. And we're talking about some of the highlights from the show. And then I definitely am excited, Stro, to talk a little bit about the women. Uh, but not yet. Not yet, because before we jump back in, and by the way, taking your calls, 914-338-1885. Uh, Stroud, before we get into all that, what do you got going on this weekend? Well, this Thursday, WCW Retro, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on VOCNation.com, will be open forum night. So when you go, uh, what? Oh, Granny, to call into that one. Oh, God. <laughs> I can only imagine. Yeah. <laughs> I love Please it. Please call in. It should be a good time Thursday night. And then Friday night at uh, midnight Eastern Standard Time. I'm a hard sci-fi show, The Stro Zone, uh, on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Stro the Maestro. 
uh, uh, Friday night's feature will be the creature walks among the creature walks among us. Okay. Back in the day. No. Yeah, check it out. There's an obvious joke to be made there, but I'm not going to make it. I, I don't. I don't like to be cruel to all my exes. So uh, <laughs> 914-338-1885. So we're talking about WrestleMania, like I said, and uh, I, I I feel like this year, um, in particular, um, I I felt like all the matches were really sound. You know, the only one that was slightly cringeworthy was the Bobby Lashley versus Omos match, and even that, like. I thought Lashley did a great job working with the big guy. You know, I, I thought he looked credible, and and I and I was beyond thrilled that Lashley won. I mean, he really deserves that. Um, it sucks to see MVP split up with him, but um, you know, I guess everything always changes, right? So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So that was he told a good story, you know, David, like a David Goliath type story with him. For sure. But it's crazy to think that Lashley would ever be the David in that scenario. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, it was cool. It was it was very cool. So I definitely enjoyed that. And the women. Um, I know a lot of people were talking about Charlotte and Ronda, and like rightly so. I, I thought they did a really good job. Um, kudos to WWE for not just blindly putting the title on Ronda, but actually – um, having Charlotte go out there and earn a big win, and, and it was a big win for her. I mean, make no mistake mm-hmm. about it, um, because up until that point, the way they had been slotted, like, yeah, Charlotte's better than most of the roster, uh, but they always kind of had Ronda that one notch above her, you know, and that kind of pulled it a little more even, I think. And, and um, at this stage in Ronda Rousey's career, um, kind of like they started doing with Brock Lesnar at some point, I feel like, She's got to help them create other stars because Ronda Rousey ain't going to be around forever. Right. So and I, I thought that an, was really cool. Now they have, right, and they get down, now they have even a bigger story going forward because of yeah. it. So. Yeah. And if Ronda takes some time off, Charlotte's got plenty of time to brag as she runs through the roster. Mm-hmm. So, and that's cool. Absolutely. And speaking of creating new stars – um, I am beyond thrilled, Stro, that they did exactly what we were predicting on this show. They completed the storyline arc with Becky Lynch and with Bianca Belair. Last SummerSlam it started. Uh, wasn't thrilled that she lost in 26 seconds, but you know what? It made the fans feel for her, and it made them care about her even more than they did, which is amazing because they really cared about her last year. Um, Bianca oh, yeah. Belair picked up the big win, and she is – Make no mistake about it, she is probably the biggest star in the women's division right now, aside from maybe Ronda Rousey. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. What a match. Yeah. Probably one of the best matches of both nights. Yeah. It was an incredible match. Eh? Incredible. Um, they probably should have gotten a main event nod, but it was it was still quite – not everybody can be the main event. I get that. Uh, it's just, just a great match. Um, part of me was concerned – when Bianca hit that move right in the beginning there, and I was like, oh, God, please don't tell me they're going to have her beat her real fast now. Right. Because uh, I didn't want to see that. I don't think anyone wanted People were looking forward to actually seeing them fight, you know? So kudos right. to WWE for that. And another one, not a women's match, Drew, but how elated was the crowd to find out that Stone Cold was actually going to wrestle in a match? You know? Oh man! And when, when they got up off their chairs, 
Yeah. And start ringing the bell. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And it was cool because like, well, it, it was strange for me because like Austin, all his matches always had like so much like intensity and, and tempo, and it was like he would start those matches going a hundred miles an hour. And it was clear to me he had some ring rust going on. It probably took him five to ten minutes to really kind of settle into it. But once he mm-hmm. did, it was like old Stone Cold again, and it was amazing. Oh, it, was, it was so cool to see. Um, it was a lot of – The better he got. Right, exactly, <laughs> because, like, he had to work off that rust, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I expected 20 minutes of Austin just throwing Kevin Owens all around the arena, not for a match, but through the popcorn machine and off the stage and – just throwing him everywhere and just beating the crap. That's what I thought it was going to be. Um, but the way they did it, I yeah. thought, was even better because they actually told a story there. Right, and he took a suplex on the floor on the outside. Yeah. And, I mean, wow, just like you said, old, just like old times. Yeah, and and the key, the key is that the Stars win at WrestleMania. Stone Cold picked up the win in his last match almost 20 years to the day of having to retire, and it was just, it was real, and in his home, home state, you know, it was, uh, it was cool to see, it, it was really cool to see, and Kevin Owens didn't lose a beat, in fact, he's been elevated just by the fact that he got in the ring and went toe-to-toe with him, mm-hmm. it was good, Absolutely. it was, I, I, I have no complaints whatsoever with the way that played out, uh, Vince McMahon, couple complaints, couple complaints, you know me, <laughs> I, no, I just, you know, I mentioned it earlier, but, like, how do you have your young star lose to the commentator, straight-up lose? Then you have Vince McMahon come out and straight-up beat the commentator. <laughs> I, I, just, uh, I don't know. And, and on Austin, he brought that energy the second night when he made mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we returned. Yeah. It, it, it was amazing. There was no warming up to it on the second night. He was there. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, no, that was cool. That was cool. I, I think Randy chose the right night. Right. But with that said, I like the matches on night one better. But I, I felt like night two yeah. just completed a really good show. Um, top match from WrestleMania, if you had to pin down just one, I'm probably going Cody and Seth. Just just my opinion. That, that, that's a pretty good choice. Yeah. <laughs> that was really good. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's go to the phones. We actually have Rat Boy here. We'll see what he thought about WrestleMania. Right. How you doing? How you doing, brother? Oh I'm man, like treating you. there's so many good matches at WrestleMania this year, and I have yeah. to give the thumbs up for this one. I was glued to my seat uh, every match, almost. You know, I just couldn't your... leave my, my, my little my, my little chair here, you know, uncomfortable. What was your no, favorite? No blood on it, you know. WrestleMania yeah. was so great. What was your favorite match or moment? Oh. we got to get away from moments, oh, man, by the way. So I hate how else. everybody's got to have a moment. <laughs> it's worse right, than putting at the time. The best moment ever, okay? <laughs> Back 20 years ago, and I'd be so cold against Vince McMahon one more time. 
That was the best yeah, I'm sure I've ever seen. Said, oh, no, he's coming out. He's coming out. And all of a sudden, this guy is the rest. Oh, man, that was the best. But the second best one. Yeah, yeah. Is Sammy Zane with the big-ass mousetrap. See, I hated that. But at least for what it was, it was okay. You know, every person from Jackass got into it. That, that mm-hmm. was the best mm-hmm. thing. You know, when everybody had the big mousetrap, I said, oh, my God. And I had people on Facebook saying, no. And I, and I was chatting in, in this one chat room called the SugarHouse.com, the casino site. I said, where's that boy at? Look at that big mousetrap they got for him. Oh, man. Wee Man had me in stitches. Oh, my God. So Wee Man was killing him. He was funny when he body slammed him. <laughs> he picked him up. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> That was great. Oh, man. That was great. I know, but, but there's all Where is Steve O? Is he not with Jackass anymore? I was looking for Steve O. I'm not sure. I don't watch this stuff, so. Yeah, but uh, but when you mentioned about the um, sold out stuff and all, they 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 figured it out wrong because I I just pulled up something here on um, the tickets. How many sold? How many sold? They sold out. They sold over fifty eight thousand tickets. Mhm. On on night one, night two was fifty seven thousand tickets. Would they just give twenty thousand away after that? Yeah. I don't wow. know. Sounds like a lot of there free giveaways. There was twenty two to twenty three thousand seats left before the uh before uh, before the weekend was over. That's how many they counted. Mm. So basically it wasn't have, as big as it was a couple years ago. Yeah, it, it, the stadium only holds 80,000 people. So how the hell did they get 105 in there like four, four years ago? I know. What were they like hanging them from the... It just didn't make sense. Yeah. You know, because when they actually said those numbers, Joe, my first thought was, oh, wow, they didn't inflate the numbers this year. They're yeah. actually giving like legitimate numbers. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's you what they're doing. Right. Like, no, I did hear a theory that a couple of years. Hold on, I did hear a couple of years ago, like the theory that like they're getting a hundred thousand plus by counting every single person in the building, including like all the vendors, including all the employees, all the staff, everybody that's there. Right. I don't know. It's the only way I can. Uh, make uh, sense uh, uh, but there's one. There's one thing I want to talk about respect the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. All right. It's, it's me going to the Undertaker, okay? Undertaker thanks everybody. All right? For, for their, he didn't thank Mick Foley. For their matches and all, right? <laughs> yeah. But the best match that he had, and he never thanked them, was Mitch Foley. Right. He never mentioned his name. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the best matches that he ever done with the steel cage when, when Mitch Foley fell off the cage. Yeah. 
No, you're right. He never drank. Right. He and, never and, drank. And, and I talked about it earlier. <laughs> I talked about it earlier. I think it was just. I think it was an oversight. I don't. Oh, Christ Almighty. Come on. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no, I, I talked about it earlier. Okay, we need to stop uh, training you know, here. We need a, a red light is what we need. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, but her, his daughter got on the line and said, oh, I'm mad because he never thanked uh, my dad for being the best uh, wrestler there. You know. <laughs> but yeah. uh, I tell you what, uh, that, that's great for uh, Queen Charmel. The way she came out, the way she... Yeah, he, he didn't mention Giant Gonzalez either. That's <laughs> That's the way a fairy tale should end. And she, she really did, he does, you know? did he mention the Godfather? I feel like he hardly talked about him. Who, the Undertaker? Yeah, I wasn't kidding. He talked about him like the whole thing. <laughs> uh, almost the whole thing. Plus, plus I saw the, um, I, I that one off, I'm going to, um, the Undertaker last mention- right documentary. He, he even mentioned the greatest game. WrestleMania opponent that he ever had, Shane McMahon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he even mentioned yeah, he him. Yeah, he never mentioned him either, no. But he did. He, a lot of people that he, you know what I was excited day. for, Rat Boy? I was, I was excited for the Steiners. Because when I was a little kid, it was the Road Warriors and it was the Steiners. And yeah. I was a WWF fan and I knew those. Yes, you know, half of the people didn't even know who the Steiners was until now, until they got in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. You know, it, it, Ron Breaker is, though. Oh, yeah. Because, because one, one person asked me, said, I know all these people suffer the Steiners. Who are the Steiner brothers? And I told him all about them, and, and he went to look at their biography and said, Damn, that boy knows his, he knows his wrestlers. <laughs> You know, I'm kind of surprised to hear you say said, that. I, I, I felt like they were long overdue. Uh-huh. Yeah, they, they were. Just like Vader. Vader was long overdue. Yeah. Vader was sad because you didn't get to hear him talk, but... Yeah. I tell you, I... I, I an amazing way, show. Well, when that lady said, you you know the answer for this one, all of a sudden, when they said Vader time, all of a sudden, there was a helmet. You know what I'm saying? That he used to wear. Mm-hmm. That, that was great. You do the V? Did you do the V? Huh? Yeah. The, uh, did you see they had his helmet, helmet from Japan? That was pretty cool. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the only thing that would have been cooler cool. is if they made it smoke like it used to. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, uh, that was, that was cool. I said, oh, man, I, I had a couple of tears in my eyes. So they actually got, got that part, you know? Yeah. Would you wear that Rat Boy if you had one? Yeah. It would take up like three quarters of your body. I would wear wear it and and play. I I would wrestle in it and I would would be. Oh, you see? This is feet. The ECW boss has got a little booty around the ring with that, with that, with it on. Mm hmm. Poking me in in the butt all the time. Mm-hmm. And Exciting stuff, man. I put it this way, okay? 
I have to go to round two for my court battle. Okay, because they were there, but they left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they challenged them to uh, WrestleMania. Well, they, 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 they left right before they saw the judge. When I went mm-hmm. in there to see the judge and all, they wasn't there. And, and the judge said, well, you're up on them already. You know, I, I'm winning this battle right now. Now, the next one is June 22nd. What happens if they don't show up? Well, I keep their stuff then, and I'm going to take it down because I'm in shout. Okay. Lost in shout. I'm hey, getting my money back. Mm-hmm. Because what do you think about this going on, Steve Harvey? Sure. Um, Did you do Steve Harvey? Nah. No, Steve Harvey. You judge I got one a lot on cool stuff already. I got a lot of cool stuff already. Judge Joe Brown. I like that guy. Yeah, Judge Joe Brown's cool. He was like my uh, afternoon when I was like <laughs> laid off. Man, <laughs> that was like every day. Or you like Judge Judy? Yeah, she's like Vicky Guerrero. Just yeah. yell at everybody. <laughs> no, 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 no! The best judge that we ever had. But Jerry Springer. Jerry okay. Springer. The best judge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I tell you what, WrestleMania was so great. I, I love that every minute of it. But I heard Good. that... I enjoyed it too. But I heard that... The new champion, Roman Reigns, Ain't gonna be repeating for a while because he is injured. Yeah. How do you think they're gonna split those titles up, or do you think they're gonna leave them around Roman? I'd be all right with having him stay the champion for both. Right. Well, we find out. We find out on Friday what's going to happen. They should do. And I've been saying this forever. They should have. They should have um, Roman defend the uh, the WWE title on Raw and the Universal title on SmackDown, and just have them, but, you know, just de- defend the but, individual but titles. What they should do is, oh yeah, like what they should do is, like like they always do. If he's injured, take the both belts off of him and put him up on a mm-hmm. ladder, and, and it's up for grabs. Yeah, but probably what they'll do is they'll just have a mystery bag come out on Raw, and it'll be the new title for Raw. That's probably what it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that could be it, too. Yeah, I hate it when they do that. Done it a couple times now, Timmy. And it was and, so easy, and too. Right? Like, when they had the Triple H the world title, like, all they had yeah. to say was he was the last guy to have the world title before they got unified. That's all they had to do, and they didn't say that. Because then you would have had continuity. You would have kept the, uh, you know, you would have kept it going. Instead, it became like a brand-new title. Mm -hmm. And with the universal title, you know. At least they were smart enough to have a tournament with that one. Right. But still. (laughs) And I got got two more things I got to say. Two more. All right, then I'm holding you to it. 
two it's things. About time, it's about time. It's about time. American Dream, Cody Rhodes, done his dad's moves. That's the first time I've seen him do it. Mm-hmm. He's living his dream. That's a good Cody first Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Should I see him do uh, his dad's moves? I said, oh. He's going he he actually all found his dad's footsteps now. Mm-hmm. And one more thing. You're dragging up the first one. What's the second one? The second one, May seventh, right here in Trenton, New Jersey. We, we, we got we, we got he may be coming. Cody Rose might be here because I got word that he might be showing up here on May seventh. Cody Rose. But he's going to be wrestling there. Huh? What, at your house? No, no, to the arena. Oh, okay. They come here May 7th. I already got my ticket yesterday. Oh, cool. Have fun with that. I am now. I can't make it to Trenton shows. I should try and see if I can get a ticket to that. You should. Beforehand, beforehand. I I can't. I can't on May 7th. I can't. Hey, May seventh is my, my wedding shower. Here. I just remembered. Listen, that boy, I, I can't. I have my wedding shower that day. I'm getting married. Hey, wedding showers are for females. For males, we got WrestleMania. We got we got restaurant to attend to, and you come over here and party with me and drink a couple of beers before we go. That would be the weirdest thing ever. I I actually have to help them carry everything because they need a big strong man. Oh, come on, Brady. So I'm going to go with my best friend and my uh, my dad, and we're going to go carry gifts. Yeah. yeah carry all the gifts, and, and you guys leave. Come over to my house, and so we can have a couple cold ones before the show. Sorry, Kelly, I have to go guys, to Britain to hang out with Rapport. If you guys get too drunk, if you guys get too drunk, you guys can stay over right yeah. here, you know? And, and, and drink up some more, you know? Party, party. Let, let's hang... We'll hang together soon, brother, but not on May 7th. May 7th okay. is a different kind of day. All right, and... Now, um, what, what, was, um, what was that, that cane date? That, the, the cane date? May 19th. May 19th. <laughs> <laughs> May 19th. All right, Rapway. I love you, brother. Maybe we can hang out before my birthday or after my birthday on April 21st, you know? Yes. Mm. We can do that. Yes. Maybe Let's on the twenty third because it is it, it, the last day of uh, Passover. You know, we could pass everything over. You know, I could pass the torch to somebody, so I could retire once and for all. What torch are you? Re- what are you retiring from? Retiring from the public uh, eye. <laughs> no, I'm going to pass the torch to the rat boy to, to the rat man. I'm going to be the rat man now. I got I to pass the twist to my to, to my little my my little buddy here that I got back. My Coco is back now. Now he's oh. now he's the rat. I've been so, I've been so happy with you. All right, Rep. Well, that was a gong. So that's uh, oh, that's all the time we I've got. So I love you, brother. I'm uh, I'm glad you're happy. I love you. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. The number to call in. Let's try. Uh, let's try Tora. Let the nonsense roll. What's going on, Tora? 
Toria? Did you? Yeah. No, you didn't. You're fucked up. I why you have to do it. Good, you're not getting any of this fucking motherfucker. Crazy girl. Oh. I thought they were having an argument there for a second. <laughs> right? <laughs> we'll leave her on in case she comes back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five, the number to call in. So, um what do you think, Stro, in terms of WrestleMania's past, uh how does this one stack up? Uh I would say I'm uh, it would have to be it it was wasn't the worst, and, and, it, and I was like, you know, there, there were some that were better, but um, I'd I put it like in the top ten, like the bottom. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I and, and that's about where I had it. I had like top ten to fifteen. Um, I I thought, and this is something that I've been struggling with for a while. I I felt like the roster as they had it and as they used everybody would never be able to get to those kind of levels that the old WrestleManias did because, like, they knew how to build stars back then. And it was just a different era, you know. There were just so many over-the-top personalities. Nowadays, like, half them are using basically their real names or or at least some variation of their real name. They're not really, you know, there's there's no more Ultimate Warrior, but there is a Seth Rollins. Do you know what I mean? It's right. it's different. It's, it's just a different time. and And I understand... That the world is trended to reality, you know, back to reality and stuff like that, but or being more reality based. Uh, but with that said, I thought that this was the first time in a good. This was thirty-eight. I would say, yeah, probably in the last at least fifteen years, probably more, more like fifteen to twenty years. This is the first time that I felt like they did a great job highlighting most of the roster and making you excited to see everybody. Right. There was no like there was no dead match. Even the women's tag match that's usually like pretty bad, it was it was actually good. Yeah. So I, I was happy with it. I really was. I'm gonna let Tori go because she's just like you there? <laughs> yeah, because she's just like whatever she's doing. She's off Tora and Tora ing around. So yeah. <laughs> So I, I, I was yeah. happy with it. I, I was. Yeah, I thought everybody stepped up their game pretty good. Yeah. Did you um did you happen to see the Ring of Honor show or any of the other stuff surrounding WrestleMania? Uh parts of it. And pretty uh, pretty good? I, Recommend it? Yeah, the, oh yeah, yeah. The F T R match T R uh, Briscoe match probably match was just uh it was pretty pretty solid. Cool, cool. Yeah, I'm excited to watch the Ring of Honor show. I I I think um I I actually think I'm gonna like Tony Khan's version of Ring of Honor better than I like Tony Khan's version of AEW. That's just my guess. Uh, especially if they allow them to just kind of go out there and and perform, and uh, they're going to be able to use a lot of those legends that like honestly, Ring of Honor hasn't had access to a lot of its legends over the years. You know, it's kind of like. They build a star, and then the star moves on. It's been happening since the earliest days of TNA, which is almost from the beginning of Ring of Honor. But, uh, you know, 
having Daniel Bryan in there, you know, having CM Punk available, having Samoa Joe, uh, it's just there's a lot of opportunity there to uh, to really kind of highlight some of the great talent that's kind of come through Ring of Honor, even through like Adam Cole and like those guys, you know. So it's cool. It'll be cool, and I'm excited to kind of see where they go with that. Yeah, a lot of possibilities. For sure, for sure. Uh, let's go to uh, Justin. This will be a treat. What's going on, Justin? Treat that can't be beat. How you doing, pal? You there? Justin. Justin. <laughs> All right. Justin could not answer the count. Justin could not answer the count. But oh, wow. I think it's always funny when people call in, but then they don't. They're not listening. They're not talking. What are they just using cell phone minutes? Like, what are they doing? <laughs> I always I find that fascinating. I always find right. that fascinating, you know? Yeah. Oh. I know, like, back in the day, back in the day when VOC Nation had the toll-free number, uh, Bruce Wirt used to get so mad because people would call in using the toll-free number and just sit there. And they weren't listening and they weren't talking, but they just kept calling in and just sitting there. (laughs) (laughs) My God. Because you had to pay for the toll-free stuff. It's like somebody's got to pay for it, you know? (laughs) But, uh, no, it's all good. It's all good. Oh, man. So WrestleMania, thumbs up. I, I thought it was good. I, I oh, yeah. was happy with it. Yeah. Um, anything else worth mentioning tonight before we kind of get out of here? Well, uh, we, now we touched on earlier, uh, Samoa Joe is with Ring of Honor apparently and AEW. Mm. That's wild. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Apparently he was talking about how like Vince McMahon was kind of against him for years before he met him, and then, like, when they finally met and Vince saw what he could do, he became, like, one of his biggest fans. And I Mm. thought, like, that's so true of a lot of people. Like, if you think about it, how many times have you heard that, like, Vince is reluctant with somebody, but then once he sees what they can do firsthand, he's good with them. Right. I'm thinking he must not watch a lot of tape outside of WWE, is my guess. He's listening to other people. Well, Hunter, he was a big fan of Samoa Joe, Triple H. Yeah, he pretty much got him there. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Very cool. All right, well, uh, before we get out of here, Stro, I guess, uh, what do you got going on? Uh, well, <clears throat> just to recap, uh, Thursday night, WWE Retro, nice to meet standard time of com. Open forum night, anything goes, so... Uh, please, please call in. Should be a lot of fun. Oh, and, hell uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> that could be so my gimmick, by the way. <laughs> oh, man. He's, oh, he's um, That's why I don't like Friday him. He's night. too much like me. Sorry. <laughs> that was a good. Friday night, throw zone, midnight Eastern Standard Time, facebook.com, slash throw the mic. So the feature Friday night will be The, the Creature Walks Among Us. Yeah, so please. Uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, it was a good time. I mean, like, WrestleMania was, I, I enjoyed it too. And you know, we're talking about Pat McAfee, man. Oh, God, that guy, I mean, 
he's so over right now. He's, I mean, between the show and everything, the commentary and. I don't get it, but I can recognize that he's been good. Yeah. So something like not, yeah. So it's like we're talking earlier. The craziest things seem to get over. You know yeah. What I mean? Things. That, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I think it's because like he's separated and he's different. He didn't come up mm-hmm. through that school. He's not. Um, I can't, like the guy Tom Hannigan. I forget what his name was in WWE. They get the Impact announcer now. You know what I mean? Like, he's a yeah. guy that so many of them for so long came up just sounding like Michael Cole. And it's oh, like, yeah. here's somebody that comes in and he's different and he's not like trying overly to be like the bad guy like Corey Graves. He's just like, he's forced, but it's different. I think like Pat put it, like, he sounds like a fan. You know, he sound it's that different perspective, and I think people appreciate that. And then you put him in the ring with guys like Adam Cole or Austin Theory, and he can go. So, yeah. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I can understand right. why people like it. I do. Right. So, kudos to him. Kudos to WWE. Great show. We'll be sure to check out Ring of Honor and give you guys my thoughts on that in the future. Uh, ECWA returns uh, April 30th. Excuse me. April 30th with a night of unusual matches. Uh, that's in Morganville, New Jersey. 712 Genesee Drive, the Jersey dugout. Tickets and information, ecwawrestling.com. Um, from my perspective, that's about it. Uh, thank you to all the callers. Thank you to the best crew I could ever ask for. And uh, everybody take care. Be good to each other. Love you all very much. We'll talk to you real soon. Bye-bye.